0: So business money management is not an intuitive thing. It's something that we need to be taught. It's something that we need to learn how to manage. And you know, a lot of times there's some shame around money and we just don't really go and learn what we need to learn. But guess what? That's why you're here. Thanks for joining me on the Profit Accelerator Podcast. I'm Don Kennedy, your host with tips, strategies, and real solutions to help you make more money, and more importantly, keep more profit in your business, because we know having more profit means having more impact. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. So today we're going to talk all about planning and strategy, why it's important for your business, what strategies you should have for your business, how to do this planning and strategy so it works for your business and to make sure everything is in integrity and alignment so it flows right for your business and you get the results that you should be getting out of the planning efforts that you have. It is so easy sometimes to just plan for the sake of planning. Now, I happen to be a planner, somebody who loves to plan. I have a background in project and program management. I was a program manager for years and years and years. I actually was the senior project manager in Unique Consulting, the business I had with my husband. I worked as a program manager for uh, not only the army, but also for other independent industry companies. And then also you know, with academia, I worked with that as a consultant. So I have years of planning behind me and I actually really like to do it. But I can tell you the first mistake that I see a lot of business owners make is they say, I have to have a plan. So they just make a plan. And it's not something that they're going to put any action behind. They just, they're told you need a business plan. So they put the plan on paper and they fill in the blanks and, you know, they just have the plan for the sake of planning. And I want to tell you that I want you to look at planning a little bit different. I want you to think of planning as a roadmap, as something you get to develop that's working for you. And uh, it's not a chore, it's not something horrible that we have to sit down and do because the business community says we do it. Let me give you an example. If you wanna go from New York to LA and you're gonna drive in the car, the goal is just to get to LA. There are a ton of different routes to get there, but you probably have to agree with me, we're gonna go West. And if you don't have a map or a GPS, You may end up driving south too far or north too far. You may go west and then get on the wrong interstate. You may end up in the wrong place, wasting some time, wasting gas. You never know what could happen. And it's going to end up costing you time and money if you don't have some kind of strategy to get out to LA. So while it's true that on route, you know, it could change, you may end up seeing construction and you have to get on a different interstate. As long as you understand and hold the vision that you're getting to L.A., and you have a map with a starting place, and you have an idea of where you're going, and you have a planned route to get there, you will be moving west. You can't get from New York to L.A. moving in any other direction. So this way, this is how I want you to view doing some business planning. And this is how I want you to look at strategy. It is just generally creating your roadmap and doing it so that it holds your vision and you can put action behind it so you can get to where you are going. So the very first question is, where are you going? What does this look like for you? I see sometimes that people don't exactly know where they're going. And that can be very difficult. Sometimes they want to put numbers against it and they say, I want to make this amount of money in this much time. Sometimes they want to have this many clients or move this much product. Sometimes though, people say, I just want to do more. And more is kind of fuzzy. So I would encourage you, if this is the first time you're hearing about planning and strategy, that we get a little more concrete and we pick something that we can work towards. So for now, I just want you to pick something maybe three or six months out. And actually, I encourage people to do their first sets of planning in 90-day increments, in quarters, fiscal quarters. And that is a nice time frame to start working from. I know there are people out here who are going to say, have an annual plan, have a two-year plan, have a five-year plan. Your business plan should go out five years. Those are all very true statements. But for putting action behind things and being able to make business decisions in the day to day, having 90 days to work from, I think is very doable for most entrepreneurs and in most businesses, things are going to change in those 90 days. And if you have that map in front of you that you are working from, you can make decisions and keep the car on course, if you will, moving in the right direction without thinking about what you're going to do next year. So I always consider the 90-day period uh, as an important one. Now, the one thing I want to warn us before we get into how many strategies we'd have and how we should do this is the planning loop. And this is the other dangerous place. So I love to plan, as I said. And sometimes, not just planning for the sake of planning, I actually will get into the planning loop, and it's a way for me not to execute because I have some fear around my plan. Or I have some hesitation around my plan and I am leveling up, so to speak, or I'm doing something bigger and I am having some resistance around taking some next step. And so basically what I'm doing is I'm planning and I have this great plan on paper, but I haven't translated it into action steps. So basically I'm looking at this plan and going, man, that would be amazing if it worked. That's insanely great. I love this but I haven't actually taken it down to what I can do each and every day to make this plan come to life. And this is where I'm going to get into strategy with you because that's how we're going to translate this plan. And it gets us into the place of executing and taking the next step instead of just spending time putting things on paper and going, wouldn't it be great if, now, we don't want to have a would it, would, wouldn't would it be great if, we want to have won't it be wonderful when. So we want to take the ifs and turn them into whens. So what we want to do is we want to develop multiple strategies, and these strategies are going to nest within that plan. So when you take a plan and you put it on paper and you say, within the next 90 days, I want to be here, we can backward plan the things we need to do to get to that place Just like getting in the car in New York and going to L.A., we can decide sometimes which is the fastest route, which route will get us seeing the most cities, which route will cost us the least in gas, which route has the most scenic views, which route is going to get us the greatest number of large cities. Any of those things can actually be figured out once we have just the overall vision of what we're doing. So what I like to do is I like to think about four or five strategies that most businesses have. The very first strategy is, you know, a customer acquisition service support retention strategy. So you need to know who you are serving how you are serving them, what you are offering and how you're going to get to them. So in other words, if you're an online business, if you're a brick and mortar business, if you're any other business, who is your core audience? Who are you talking to? Because all of your other strategies, your sales strategy, marketing strategy, a strategy for delivering your products and services, all of that has absolutely no place until we know who particularly we are talking to. So the customer acquisition, service, support, and retention strategy, I think is number one. And it starts from answering that question. Who am I talking to? And this is something that I think sometimes we make more difficult than it needs to be. But sometimes we are not talking to the people we want to because there's some fear about it. I recently had a couple of clients I was working with that actually pointed their marketing to the wrong client. And I'll give you an example. One of my clients had had actually served about 200 clients in her program over about a two-year period. 200 very happy, satisfied, got result clients through her program, but they weren't the clients that she really wanted to work with that had the problems she really wanted to solve. And it's very interesting because 5 of those 200 really were the clients she wanted to help and the clients that had the problem she wanted to solve. So we had to step back and look at that and say, what made these five different? What made these five clients, your real ideal soul on fire, solve their problem clients? And we had to dig a little bit and figure that out. And we did, and we realized she was talking to these other 195 clients. And we looked at some things that made them different. So we started asking questions, Are these newer businesses or are these businesses that have been around for a while? Is this somebody who has bought a program that's similar to this or are you their first investment? Is this someone who has tried a product similar to this before? Is this the first time they've tried the product? And we started getting into that kind of weed, if you will, to figure out really what type of person are we talking to? Not just the typical ideal client, like, you know, demographic, age range or whatever. We really got into What are they, you know, coming to you for? Who are they as far as their problems go that you are trying to solve? Once we clarified that and really looked at it, we realized she was talking to two different audiences. So when we got down to strategy, it ended up being two different marketing strategies because they're two different messages. One message speaks to one problem over here. One message speaks to one problem over here. So I really want you to start with your customer. I want you to talk about, as you're planning anyway, I want you to talk about not only the problem you solve, but who you solve it for, why you're solving it for them, why this is the way you solve that problem. Talking about your approaches, talking about what your offers are, talk about the support that you have. And you can do this for anything. Who is buying your jewelry versus someone else's? Who is buying your wellness plan versus someone else's? Why do certain people work with you Versus someone else. And I promise you, there is plenty of room in the marketplace at every price point for people to work with you. But you need to be really clear about your customer. And that particular strategy of customer acquisition, service, support, and retention needs to be the core focus. And once you do it once and you get it right, it's going to make these other strategies so much easier. The next set of planning. Is this idea of marketing and sales? Once you know who you're talking to, though, then we can get to the messaging around this and the sales strategy, we can solve their problem with your offers. What are you solving? What are you offering for them? And it's interesting that once you have that customer acquisition strategy and you create your offers kind of within there, like, One of the questions you have to answer is, how do I support this person who's having this struggle? The sales strategy and the marketing strategy with a social media plan too, if you do social media, will all nest in there and that plan will have action plans behind it. You will have a marketing strategy and a sales strategy and a social media strategy that you can create, that you can do in this 90-day increments. And let's answer some basic questions. How many times do I need to post? When am I selling what and how do I, how do I sell it? How do I lead up to this? Am I somebody who does webinars online? Do I have a coupon in a newsletter? Is this something where I'm going to a holiday that I sell a lot of things like I do jewelry and it's almost Mother's Day. And we plot these things on the calendar and we work backwards and we go, what do I have to do when to make sure that I am meeting my client or customer where they are, and helping them solve what they have so that I am meeting their needs and with that retention strategy, and I will keep them in my world. So that is the next kind of piece of this. We're translating this to action steps. How do I talk to that person the number of plans that you have are going to vary by your business. These don't all have to be written plans for everybody, but i really do think having a written marketing strategy, having a written sales strategy, and having this I, this customer strategy kind of written down and really really clear for you at a minimum is going to help your business not only make more sales, but it's going to keep things very very clear for you and you'll know when you're talking to the wrong person. The other thing about having these plans is that you know when someone is not a good fit. And if they're not a good fit, then you can either refer them to someone who might be a better coach for them or another client for them or who may have the product that they need, you know, or you'll know that this is probably not going to be a sale and you'll be okay with that. Now, the next one is going to be this idea of a clear strategy for delivering products and services to market. So once you know, Who your customer is very clearly, how you want to support them, what your offers are, how to retain them, what your services are going to be, how you're going to solve their problem. You have a messaging strategy, how to talk to them. You have a plan, how you're going to reach them and speak their language and talk directly to them and let them know you can help them. You have a sales strategy. You know exactly how you're going to be able to sell them the solution Then the last thing is going to be the delivery of the products and services to market. How are you going to do this? How is this delivery going to happen? Do you have all of your technology in place? Do you have, have you played the tape through, so to speak? You know, what does your branding look like all the way through as you deliver your package to the post office? How are you delivering your products and services so they meet the expectations that you have delivered in your marketing and sales strategy, and that your customers know based on your messaging that they can achieve from you or receive from you. So those are really the basic strategies I think everyone should sit and have for themselves. I think you need to understand this at a very core level in business. And I also am going to say, I think it can be very difficult for newer businesses to have this level of depth because a lot of times in a newer business, we just want to help everybody. We just want to serve everybody. We just want to solve problems for people in our zone of genius. But I want to challenge you to really think about whether or not your strategy or your planning is really going to be pointed to the right person so that you can get your business out into the world that in, in the way that it's intended. The other thing I want to point out, too, is that your business can start In one place and evolve, you can start with a single idea and grow into several lines of revenue. I do this with a lot of my clients where we devise lots of different ways to make money inside the business, as long as it's integrity, as long as it's still keeping with that ideal client and in the service of the person and the problem that they're going to solve. But you may need to meet your client in a different way also as your industry changes. So Going back to pandemic 2020, a lot of businesses had to pivot and come online. Industries had to change. Expectations changed. They brought people to a different way of delivering services. So I want to make sure you understand creating your strategy is not a one and done event. This is something that has to be reviewed probably twice a year. I always like to set aside a little bit of time, maybe with a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, a little bit of spaciousness, and make it so that I'm looking and asking myself these questions. Am I still serving the right person? Am I still solving their problem? What makes them ideal? Who have I solved problems for that I wasn't expecting? And if you're familiar with my book or you've read the blog on finding new customers, I do have a process. It doesn't have a great name. It's called ADFP. Talks about audience, delivery, focus and process that'll allow you to really dig down into your ideal client and also into finding new sales opportunities and new marketing places. So go ahead and uh, grab the book, grab the blog and look at ADFP if you need some guidance and questions to ask. So I hope this has been really helpful. If you are not a natural planner, I completely get it, but I hope that you see how important it can be to have this plan, this overarching map and strategy to help you get to your vision looking in these four general places. And if you've been given a vision, it really is your entrepreneurial purpose and duty to reach it. You've been given a gift to bring into the world, and so that is something that you need to do. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been given this amazing vision as an entrepreneur. I'll talk to you next time on the next episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. If you'd like to learn more and grab some free resources, just head over to EntreMoneyCoach.com and you'll find the links and freebies. Take care. And I can't wait to talk to you again next time on the Profit Accelerator Podcast.